I am recording. I am also recording, apparently in a stupid voice today. What the hell? This is who you're podcasting with today. Hi, Charles. How are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Christopher. Oh, that's terrible. I don't think you knew that there's a Vader issue number 27. Page 4, the third panel on the left column. You can see very clearly that is Ochi of Bestoon's left knuckle. love you charles <laughs> i i will i can never do my impression again because you just ta- you topped me <laughs> that's not the only time i've topped you i know <laughs> <laughs> hey so steph hey so chris you know you're you're busy right you're a mom you yeah. have to run a fucking household get keep your family organized keep on task uh, running, you know, my half of one small business and starting to launch another one. Yeah. 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 So with that in mind, mm-hmm. how dare you not know about hyperspace whales? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't recognize the name Pergils immediately upon sight. I'm sorry that my Google skills weren't able to locate it on the Wikipedia I, this is my apology tour on it's the Pergils. Po- Y'all, it was so- and it's over. It was so funny, like, the next day after our podcast episode dropped, my Twitter had, like, 30 messages, my Discord was blown up. I appreciate everybody who reached out, who cared enough to share <laughs> that- What we- I appreciate is that I had exactly one person with the balls to actually tag me- in a correction about the Pergils. And it was a super funny little video where it was like a Pergil weeping <laughs> to the arms of the angels. And that's the exact <laughs> that point. great. That's the exact point I want to make. Uh, <laughs> I love that I received the feedback and not you. <laughs> because our <laughs> listeners know better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I'm very civil in DMs. To your face. <laughs> I am very accepting of feedback. No, no, it's great. I really, uh, I had no idea that Pergils were the space whales. I had no idea because I don't know that they were ever called Pergils in Rebels. If they were, it's been years now since yeah. I watched it. Yeah. Um, and I'm not watching it in between because I want to sort of like have a fresh take on it when I get to it. Um, <laughs> my apologies to the space whales. Look, they can't hear me anyway because they're God knows where with Ezra and Thrawn right now. So Where is Ezra Bridja? All right. Where is he? Uh Steph, uh I'm sad. We were talking about we were talking about Andor, yeah. We were talking about Andor. I, I guess we'll we'll talk about that first. I don't know if I'm okay. gonna survive. Uh every single day it's every Tuesday I go, you know what? I'm gonna wait till tomorrow to watch Andor. I am not staying up late tonight. I need my sleep. Right. And then there's that voice in the back of my head that's like, but you're going to miss something or you're going to log into social media and somebody's going to... Immediately fucking spoil it. Immediately fucking spoil it for you. Or... No, 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 no. They won't do that. That's only for the Rings of Power show. (laughs) Which... I'm I'm still mad about it. I know you are. Which, um, it's going to be... That's... That this that has manifested into the uh, uh, one of those stories that Steph is going to be telling in ten years. <laughs> oh, season one, uh, Rings of Power got spoiled for me. <laughs> the identity of Sauron got spoiled for me. The uh, same day the episode was released. Anyway, 
I'm over it. We're back in Star Wars. She's never going to be over it, y'all. Ever. Um, I'm, I still haven't even watched the last two episodes of that show, and I'm kind of like, you know, like, I'm shutting my mouth because my partner doesn't know. The, I hope he doesn't know the spoiler, uh, but I can see it. Yeah. And it's yeah. annoying. Like, in, in retrospect, it applies. No, but but watch it. It is a beautiful show. I'm sure. Anyway, I'm so sure. Star Wars. Sure. Um, yeah, so you uh, you end up staying up late to watch Andor anyway? Yeah, and this time, I'm <laughs> glad I did. <laughs> Ooh, girl. Uh, I have I have updated my desktop uh, photo, by the way. Oh. Yeah, I know. I, I, when I closed all my apps, I now see a glorious uh, picture, respectfully, of Andor... Um, shirtless. Because <laughs> those back muscles, goddamn Diego Luna, holy shit! He's uh, he's wiry. Uh, he's a he's a little he's a little a little muscle muscly boy, but he's not a boy. That's the thing. Mm-mm. This is mm, God bless the Disney Plus shows for bringing us casually shirtless middle aged men. Yeah, because Diego Luna, forty two years old. Mm. Okay, uh, we got Ewan McGregor, uh, shirtless and wet, I'm saying, yeah. uh, in Kenobi. He's 51. Before that, the one who uh, who popped the cherry on this whole shirtless middle-aged man thing uh, in the Disney Plus shows, Tamara Morrison, mm. uh, is 61 years old, also shirtless and wet in Book of Boba Fett. Um, in fact, we had a full body on him. He was just in skivvies. I need to rewatch Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> anyway uh it's fucking great uh now is a wonderful time to be a middle-aged man in star wars or to be a fan, <laughs> to be a fan of middle-aged men in star wars uh amen to that but i was thinking i was thinking you know as i'm as i'm watching this and as um as the clock is inevitably in andor ticking towards mayhem because saw Gerrera has yet to appear but we know he's in the show oh my god i'm scared yeah uh I started thinking, who in this show do we know for sure survives it? And that's uh, Cassian Andor. And Mon Mothma. Mon Mothma. Uh, Saw Gerrera. Right. Anybody else? I, I'm just assuming everybody else is going to die. Right. Well, like, y- y- Lauren is going to live, y- too. Lauren. Yeah. Y- fucking Yolaren? Because, by the way, Holy by shit. the way, spoiler, I guess, if you haven't watched the most recent episode of Andor, that Imperial officer at the beginning who's fucking handing the entire ISB conference room their asses, that's Yularen. My Yularen. As in, as in the admiral who serves under General Skywalker, as in the guy who is reading the intro bit to every single episode of Clone Wars, that guy. Blew my mind. Fuck, that felt like such a betrayal. But it's not. I mean, I know, it's so consistent. It's it's consistent with his character. Yeah. I just, I mean, think about the trauma he's gone through with Clone Wars. He, any, any disorder at this point, he's not going to tolerate. Well, it just, he was always a Republic loyalist, and this Absolutely. is just a, the Republic rebranded. That's all. Yeah, to him. So he's going to do what, what he's got to do. And like, fuck. Um, that doesn't mean he's okay, though. No. Nope. 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 Mad at him. He's still serving the Sith Lord. Yeah. Still, still yeah. not doing good things. And like, look, at this point, uh, with the way Palpatine looks, and there's no hiding it, and he's very public about it, how do you not kind of look at him and go, he might be like for real evil evil you know yeah like like let's we're not gonna try like maybe i don't want to judge a book by its cover maybe i don't want to be that girl but like 
His eyes literally glow yellow now. Yeah. And he did just order us to kill all of these little puppies. <laughs> so <sighs> I'm starting to have misgivings. So you know who in Andor? Um, I I am. There's there's two characters. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about Andor. We're gonna talk about Andor for real and in more detail someday. Mm-hmm. But it is it's doing this magic trick where it makes me sympathize with characters I do not want to sympathize. I with. know. Like uh, Deidre. Love her. And I hate that I do. Well, and that's the thing is like casting, casting that character, having that character be a woman is brilliant. Because if that was a man, I wouldn't give a fuck if he was, <laughs> if he was succeeding. But because it is, it is a, a story from a woman's perspective of having to work 10 times as hard to, to get half as much recognition in this fucking boys club of the empire if that if that wasn't her story i wouldn't give a fuck yeah but it is her story and i'm invested and i want her to succeed but i don't i don't right right what is so what are you gonna you know what is what is the middle ground where she's still gonna get something out of it and andor doesn't die and i don't know well he's not gonna die yeah but you he's know. still got a movie to be and we know how he dies it's on a beach and it's on scarif <laughs> Um, Andor needs to stay away from beaches. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. (laughs) Do you know, uh, who is playing the shore trooper that arrested him? Kind of. My husband. (laughs) Sam Witwer. Happy birthday, by the way, Sam Witwer. And happy birthday, Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Sam Witwer's birthday. We're recording this on Friday. Uh, Sam Witwer's birthday was yesterday and today's Carrie Fisher's birthday. My, my Um, general. Yeah. I'm going to be putting out a TikTok. I found a, a fucking hilarious interview where uh, James Arnold Taylor, the voice of Obi-Wan, is trying desperately to rein her in in an interview, but she's Carrie Fisher. Yeah, she's you're gonna, not going to rein shit. <laughs> she's got, you know, whatever comes into her brain is coming out of her mouth. Good fucking luck, sir. Oh, speaking Good of which, uh, y'all, um, we haven't even entered the show yet, but I'm going to tell this one no. last story. Um, uh, y'all, Stephanie has given me my first community violation on TikTok. <laughs> and I don't even know what I did. <laughs> Oh, did you get it? Because I got the community guidelines violation for my video. Did you get it for your duet? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I wonder who reported us. The dude you you the dude you were putting down. <laughs> I wasn't putting him down though. No, you weren't. It was. I mean, I really wasn't. I, I speak Stephanie, so I know what you were doing, but it totally wasn't a proper vi- I mean, they undid it, so it's not a real like, violation. Well, yeah, because I appealed it. Basically, over on Marvelous Divas, we talked some shit about Chris Pratt, and somebody uh, was like, oh my god, did this woman just openly insult Chris Pratt? And so I responded um, <laughs> and used his comment as a commercial for our podcast because of who I am as a person. Uh, and yeah, we apparently got reported for bullying and harassment. Uh, but I appealed it and got the video back within like two minutes, so... Anyway, <clears throat> go cry. But I'm so happy for you. Was that your first? That was your first ever, ever guidelines ever, violation. Ever. Aww. Yeah. You popped my, my cherry. Thank you, Heather. All grown up. You're welcome. You're a man now. <laughs> hey, uh, anyway, we need <laughs> to intro the show. show. God damn! What is wrong with us today? <laughs> I don't know. Many things. Okay. 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 
Hey everybody, welcome back to Dark Side Divas, the podcast where a woman and a gay man express their opinions about Star Wars. My name is Stephanie, I'm the woman half of the show, and the other character I was going to talk about in Andor <laughs> that I don't want to sympathize with is Cyril Karn, because did you see? Yeah. In his bedroom, he has clone trooper figurines. He's got action figures. I know, I know. Why? I don't want to like you! Anyway, who are you? <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm Chris, and I am a Darth Vader theme song playing while Anakin Skywalker cuts the arms off General Trench sexual. Because <laughs> holy goddamn. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, and, and Stephanie, he's going to huh. try and top me. You watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to avoid those because those lines are related directly to Wrecker, who is a child. I know, but look, the words are there. We're going to do it. We're going to go. There was no other way to say it. He's trying to top me. He's going to try and beat me. Yeah, see, I used the first first top reference, not the second one. (laughs) The second one was a little bit more directed to Wrecker, and I'm not going to. Yeah, no, he's a child. He's a child. Wrecker's a child. Okay, okay, okay. So, um... Do we have anything? Do you have anything you want to talk about before we get into why we're here? I'm already fucking spent. I've talked to you for like an hour already. <laughs> oh my god. We don't have any reviews or anything? Uh, Not for this podcast. I think it's for the other one. I don't know why I'm using that voice. <laughs> we're all going to laugh at you. <laughs> no. We're all going to laugh at you. No. All right. Uh, oh, shit. We do well, have, we do have uh, reviews. We, waveform. We, oh, okay. Yeah. We have okay. I'm gonna. I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna read two, y'all. I'm sorry, but we have a <laughs> bunch of new reviews, actually. Yay! Just do two. Go. Okay. Natty Boy Twenty Four says, "Best Star Wars Hi. pod around." Ooh. Hello, Chris and Stephanie. I heard about Hello. this pad- podcast after hearing Stephanie as a guest on oh, on Gold Squadron Gays. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher, don't you enjoy my show? <laughs> Stephanie was on as a guest, and we talked about um, what was it? Well, you, it was the Bad Batch. We were talking about the Bad Batch. You realize that we're going to make him like ten years younger now with the intention we're giving him. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> yes, I love him, and I want him to live forever. Congratulations, Charles. <laughs> you complete me. <laughs> Go Can on. Can I Chris. please get through this review? Okay. <laughs> anyway, as a guest in Goat Squadron Gaze, which by the way, y'all, you do need to check them out. They have a great podcast. And it's a good show. And immediately ran over to give you all a listen. Best decision of my life so far. You both provide such oh. unique, aka raunchy, and exciting perspectives on Star Wars. Hey. And it's so nice to see fellow queer Star Wars fans in what feels like a never-ending sea of toxic fans. Y'all have helped mm. the awkward void between new Star Wars content more bearable and fun, and I don't think I've ever laughed so hard listening to any other podcast before. Listening to y'all while I commute to work every day is the highlight of my day, and I'm sure that I will continue oh. to enjoy and love your podcast forever. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. That's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. And then... There's another one? There was another one. Thank you for reminding me, Stephanie. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm not... Um, uh, I A uh, personal uh, thing, actually. Um, I'm not going to... I should have asked for their permission, so I'm not going to officially read their review. Uh, but it's really flattering when we uh, get pinged and are told that, like, Hey, I have mental health issues, and your mm-hmm. podcast really brings the light of my day. Steph and I also suffer from mental health issues. I think half the reason why we do this show is so we can, <clears throat> like, 
bring some happiness and joy into our life. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, no, this is this is how I keep the yawning void of the abyss that lives within my skull at bay. Yeah, we're so healthy. Anyway, yep. <laughs> so, so thank you all so much. We really does. Uh, it, it really warms our hearts when we hear stories about that. And thank you all so much. It's it's a uh, it's really flattering. And y'all always make me cry when that happens. Anyway, our last review, uh, uh, Bianca Christine says mm-hmm. divas Stephanie and Christopher are absolute gems. They simp and fangirl <laughs> over characters just like I do. I need friends like I needed friends like you when I was in college. Their chronological journey through the visual Star Wars galaxy is fantastic. Yes, they can go into tangents, but who doesn't like who does it when talking about Star Wars? A lot of interesting information is brought into each episode, even some that I, a long, long time fan, did not know before. They soothe my Gen X soul. Download and follow <laughs> them. You won't regret it. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you for representing Gen X in our in our fan base. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. look, I love I love every single last one of our listeners, but most of y'all, just statistically, according to like the metrics that we get back from our podcast, are like half our age. Yeah. So hi, hi kids, we're your aunties now, and um, look, take your multivitamins because I know you've had nothing but coffee today. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right. Cool. Is that it? Is that it? That's it. Interview? That's it. Cool. All right. So uh, what we're doing on this podcast uh, is we are watching through the entire Star Wars visual story in chronological order, which means that we started with episode one, The Phantom Menace, and we have been glumphing forward through time since then. Um, and here we find ourselves today on the downward slope of season seven of Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about Clone Wars season seven, episode four unfinished business the jedi fortune cookie at the top of the episode is trust placed in another is trust earned tech tech yeah hunter the bad batch really the, the bad the bad batch yeah. i don't think we can really like may, wrecker may not crosshair, care crosshair's not listening to that shit and wrecker doesn't care it's really just yeah <laughs> just hunter and tech yeah anyway do you have an announcer bit Reunited with the help Ooh, of the Bad Batch, Captain Rex rescues his old good. friend. <laughs> what? Reunited and it feels so good. Reunited and it's understood. You know, um, I know I interrupt you a lot. Just got so excited because I'm reunited. But there's a certain flow I have to follow when it comes to the intros of Clone Wars, you know? <laughs> uh, you're right. This was particularly obnoxious of me. Eh, it's okay. It's revenge. She said, with no remorse whatsoever. <laughs> no, I know. If you would like to see the uh, evil joy in Stephanie's eyes right now, you can go to her Patreon and pay five bucks a month to watch her, the visual versions of our shows. So there you go. <laughs> That wasn't my intention, but I'll go with it. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to leave you alone now. Go. Okay, anyway. uh, Captain Rex rescues his old friend, Arc Trooper Echo, from the Techno Union. See, you fucked me up. I'm so sorry. The Separatist loss of Echo's strategic algorithm provides a chance for the Republic to turn the tide in the battle for Anexus. However, Echo's horrifying experience behind enemy lines leaves lingering questions of his true loyalty and uncertain future. Ba 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 ba. So <clears throat> the only people who seem to actually have any lingering questions about his loyalty are the bad batch. I know, so right? Everybody else is down. They're fine. Like, can, can I can I just say something right off the bat? No, this is a podcast. You don't get to talk. 
Please, of course, go ahead and say something. Well, I, 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 now I want you to suffer, so I definitely am going to say this. Um, this Ooh. is the last time we're going to talk about the Bad Batch in a really long time. Yeah. 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 And this is also the uh, last bit of joy in the story of Clone Wars. It Like what you said earlier about being a downward slope, it's not a downward slope in the quality. It's a downward slope mm-hmm. into narrative oblivion that is going to destroy my spirit, tear me apart, make me cry, and I love fucking Star Wars. Yeah, and uh, that's the thing is, you know, it's all, after this, it's all Siege of Mandalore and then, and then you know, Revenge of the Sith. So, um, yeah, it all doesn't get better. All sunshine along the way. Like, there's some bright spots going forward, but for the most part, geez, uh, yeah. it's all, it's all dread. And you say there's joy in this one, but it is in classic Clone Wars, Star Wars fashion. It is very bittersweet. Very so with that said let's get into it shall we uh so we open up this episode like after another fucking glorious uh pan into the base where we follow echo and his apparently babysitter medical droid into the thing we are uh then in the conference room Mm -hmm. at the uh, republic base on an axis where we have the return of terrence tc carson as mace windu yay he's like he's holding a meeting they've got the battle map out and everything um Anakin and Obi-Wan are present. So we got like a three general situation. I'm here for it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Just wiggle right in the middle there. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Mace Windu is like, hey, so we are losing all over this planet. <laughs> great Everywhere pe- great on this pep planet. Talk. Thanks. Thanks, Windu. <laughs> we suck. Uh, but now that Trench doesn't have access to the algorithm, he's not able to predict all of our moves. Maybe we can actually start winning. Ouch. Huh? That would be great. Ouch. Uh, so then Echo walks in. And this is where my brain came to a screeching halt. Uh-oh. Are you going to talk about the outfit? I'm going to talk about the outfit. I knew it. <laughs> because what fucking armor is he wearing? Uh, what e- is this? Echo armor. Yeah, what? that's a thing. This is This is like... This is a whole new character model. Is anybody on StarWars.com or Wikipedia or any forums anywhere able to help me with identifying this or or tagging it as a as a new model? No. No. Uh, in the concept art for Echo's current outfit, they just reference it as being body a body from Clone Trooper uh, E3. Like, what? I don't have access to your fucking files, Clone Wars. Don't give me a reference to fucking Clone Trooper E3. I don't know who that is. I can't go find that. Anyway, I lost easily an hour and a half of my life trying to find what the armor is that he's wearing right now because it is completely unusual. He's got like like a, a light chest plate um, that he's clearly like some of the, the 501st blue has been painted on it. He's got some shoulder pieces and some leg pieces, but the rest of it is like a jumpsuit. Yeah. But it's not the it's not the plain blacks that they wear underneath their armor. Mm-hmm. So it's a whole thing. Um he does have on his chest plate a little Bad Batch skull. Oh, yeah. I saw that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Which I thought was cute. Uh, okay. But in your research, true or false, mm. you may mm. have been distracted once or twice by Echo fanfic. I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. I, I love fucking Echo so love much. Echo. I missed him. Like, I just, oh, he's so fucking great. Um, but yeah, if anybody out there has information that I was unable to locate in a timely fashion about what exactly the armor is that Echo is wearing here, please let me know. Shoot me a DM. Do something. I gotta know. It's gonna, 
how am I supposed to sleep at night if I can't identify <laughs> this fucking armor? I mean, as it is, you know, we, I'd forgotten to call out before, you know, Jesse and the other clone troopers are fully in phase two armor now. Yeah. Because it was just clone captains and arc troopers that had the phase two armor. Now Jesse and the rest of them are fully in the phase two. The stuff that looks the most like stormtrooper armor. Y- yep. Um, yeah, so we're we're in that stage of the evolution of these troopers, but like fucking Echo is just wearing whatever he wants, and uh, he's got the little Bad Batch skull there, almost as if to foreshadow events later in the episode. Huh. Uh, uh. uh. Anyway, so he walks in just in time to hear Master and Mace say, uh, you know, maybe we can start winning or something, uh, and Echo says, I can improve your chances. Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, but Echo looks like hammered shit. Uh, yeah, like, you know, he could tan, maybe, maybe. Uh, no, he's still so thin. I know. He still looks very sickly. He's got the big bruises around his eyes and stuff. He's not well. And Rex is like, yo, hey, buddy. And he, like, steps aside a little bit from where the generals are. He's like, look, I really don't think you're ready. Uh, and Echo's like, I'm, I'm your best chance. You need to fucking let me do this. And then Mace says, if the trooper has a plan, I'd like to hear it. I, AKA, AKA, let him talk, motherfucker. <laughs> Right. So, but then Echo turns to Rex and he says, May I? And here's the thing. That, those two little words resonated with me really hard because, uh, as a chronically ill person, I am all too familiar with the experience of having people who care about you and love you, um, sort of condescendingly manage your health for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like maybe you existing in your body don't know your limits better than they do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's just out of concern. It comes from a place of love. Um, but they'll, they'll be like, Hey, maybe you should take it easy. Maybe you should blah, blah, blah. And like, how about you stop treating me like a broken child and treat me like an adult who understands my own limitations or better understands that I'm willing to pay the price of going beyond those limitations? Yeah. You don't, I control this. I know my health better than you. I got this back off. And like, I don't, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm projecting onto that moment, but that's what it felt like. Echo's like, dude, I am still a fucking arc trooper. Yeah. You, uh, you know, Steph, you just do some yoga. Yeah. If I would just <laughs> microdose LSD in my green tea smoothies. Oh my God. While really? doing yoga and some hyper oxygenated breath meditation. Yeah. No, I've heard it all. Oh. I've heard absolutely all of it. And the people who do that, that's not, a, that's, that's concern trolling. That's not actually trying to help because the people who know me and know my struggles, uh, aren't going to suggest shit like that because I'll land right in the middle of them with both feet. So. Yeah. There we go. But anyway, so back to Echo, who is that- not at all <laughs> I- entirely relatable to me and perhaps excessive. <laughs> What's Echo walks up to the center console where the map is and he plugs in his droid hand and then, That's and then weird. he's got a plan. That's weird. Yeah, he's, it's weird. But he's got a plan. What's his plan, Chris? Uh, he, his idea is that he will escort the Bad Batch to to fly high above the sky to Admiral Trench's ship above an axis. Mm-hmm. Uh, he will leak He will uh, leak data uh, from Trench's ship to manipulate the enemy. That's not mm-hmm. risky at all. Right. Meanwhile, uh, Mace Windu will be taking the bulk of the Republic forces to go directly attack an assembly complex uh, at Anaxis, yep. while the Bad Batch are escorting Echo up to the Dreadnought where Trench is sitting. And like, it's so this plan is risky, it's reckless, naturally the Jedi approve. Uh, yeah, immediately. <laughs> In fact, Anakin was the first one to, not, to nod and be like, uh-huh, yeah, no, that's great. I love it. I love it. Fucking Skywalkers. Um, 
I know. Uh, and, but Mace Windu is like, <clears throat> so are you 100% sure that you can command the droid, the droid armies, Echo? And Echo's like, yeah, so unfortunately, I've actually been doing this for a while. Eee. So. Eee. <laughs> and then we, we get a round of wise Jedi nods, and we are off to the races. The mission is a go. Great. And it's going to yeah. work so well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nothing could possibly go wrong. <laughs> yeah, so we meet up with our boys. Ah! I, I love my boys <laughs> so bad, much. Bad. Yes. Uh, Rex is there. Anakin is going to be there. Um, mm-hmm. And <laughs> Tech, I believe, a- answers the most, uh, well, the first question that popped in my head. How are we going to land on the fucking ship in the first place? <laughs> right, right. And Rex is like, well, Echo's got a plan for that. We just got to trust him. And then Tech's like, mm, mm. so <clears throat> about that. He says, to be blunt, his mind belonged to the Separatists until we unplugged him. We don't really know where his loyalties lie. And Rex is like, oh, really? <laughs> he says, yeah, well, I know. So get moving. Yeah. Rex isn't here for any of that shit. He doesn't want his friend to be questioned, period. And yeah. And Rex says, so that's the way it's going to be. Yeah, and and the thing is, like, luckily he, you know, spoiler alert, Rex turns out to be right. But but Tech is legit in asking this. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's that's a pragmatic question. That is something that we have to consider. Uh, that is Tech's role in the group, is to be like, hey, <laughs> uh, let's be a little bit more realistic about this and think about the consequences of what we're about to do. Uh, yeah. Hunter, Wrecker, where are you going? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody seen Crosshair? Right. <laughs> ever? Like, shit. It must actually suck to be tech in this group. <laughs> well, luckily, he seems to have a bottomless pit of energy for it. Yeah, so. he does. Yeah. He had, and he's not a problem with that. Yeah. Uh, so, with that, with Rex telling tech to shut the fuck up and let's go, everybody loads onto the ship and they take off. Uh, surprise, Anakin and Rex are going with them. Uh, and Rex is like, yeah, we're going to go blow things up. And Anakin's like, um, no, actually, sorry, buddy. This is strictly a stealth mission. And poor Rex. Like, <laughs> he hates oh, that word. <laughs> I hate it. Um, by Rex the way, um, uh, as a Marauder, did you get Return of the Jedi vibes when the Marauder was flying up and away from the rest of the, uh, the fleet? I loved yeah. it. I loved mm-hmm. it. There's a lot of callbacks um, to Return of the Jedi in this episode. <clears throat> I also got a better look at a couple of uh, posters inside the Marauder Oh, during the sequence. Oh. Uh, so real quick, uh, the only two that I got a really good look at. There's a lot in there. There's definitely a uh, green twee, twi, twi, lady, twirly, French lady up there uh, for a, a ding on the pinup counter. But there were two two posters that I saw pretty clearly. One was a clearly a clone trooper helmet. Mm-hmm. With a bunch of Orbesh around it, and the Orbesh that I could read very well says History Monthly. Huh. Geonosis, the last battle. Like, okay. Uh, that's your that poster? more like the the first battle of the Clone Wars. Yeah, really. like what? <laughs> okay. But my favorite, there is <laughs> there is a poster with like a saucer-shaped ship, kind of like a Hondo ship. Aw. And like what appears to be a Photoshop manipulated picture of the um Pillars of Creation, that particular space uh, phenomenon that is currently making a lot of headlines now because the uh, the new telescope got an amazing picture of it. Oh, cool. Um, so, yeah, but it's clearly it's a saucer ship and like that in the background. But the Oribesh below it says, I want to believe. <laughs> what? It's a fucking X-Files poster. Yeah. <laughs> God I damn it. it. 
I love the nerds in this production. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, so uh, the boys in the Marauder are flying up to the fleet, the whole ass fleet. There's a bunch of ships up there. Not just a dreadnought. There's a lot. There's a lot of them. So, and they're legit just flying right at it. Yeah. So we've talked about the the season seven animation glow up a lot. Yeah. I had to take a pot. I had to pause though. Now, now I'm bringing this up possibly because in the back of my mind, <clears throat> I miss talking about Castle Sereno, aka Castle Sex Toy. Uh huh. The angle at which the Marauder <laughs> is flying towards the dreadnought. The Treadnought looks a lot more dildo-y than I remember. <laughs> is that just me? Am I just projecting my desire to I want to talk see, about sex toys on the show? I didn't see dildo. I saw specifically there are toys that are designed just for <clears throat> certain bits of lady bits to be stimulated directly. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's what it looked like to me. <laughs> Like a giant one of those. So that's <laughs> defeating the purpose of that toy, because that toy is supposed to be very small and discreet and non-penetrative by nature. Um, so yeah, that's what, that's what I saw. Oh, that's what my girlfriends refer to. I think what you're talking about, uh, refer to as the pearl twirler. <laughs> the bean flicker? Yeah, that one. <laughs> anyway. We're so wholesome. Uh, so no, but, but we both went there because of who we are as people. Yeah, of course. So. Yeah. Anyway, so they're legit just flying right at this fleet. And the Bad Batch are like, uh, <laughs> what's the what's the plan here? And Echo's like, oh, don't worry, plugging his robot hand into the ship. Uh-huh. I'm going to be sending the droids a signal so that they think we're just another one of their shuttles coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And Hunter's like, and the regs think we take risks. <laughs> uh... Yeah, if Hunter's like, holy shit, this is risky, then it's very risky. It's very risky, because what if it doesn't work? Yeah, You're all dead. They're all dead. They're going to get shot at. Uh, exactly. Um, and then we finally see Admiral Trench. <laughs> <laughs> but are you going to skip past the, the battle droids and their confusion over the... Uh, no, actually, I was about to get to that. Um, oh, okay. I'm sorry. Cool. The, you, the first shot is Admiral Trench. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's him with the tactical droid. And then it pans forward to the battle droids. Now, <laughs> I love battle droids so much, but, like, God uh-huh. damn, they're dumb. They, they're so stupid. They see an actual picture of the Marauder, and they're like, hey, that's not one of them. I've never seen a model like this before. And uh, I'm like, then you press a button, do that. And then uh, whatever Echo does with the signal changes the model of the ship right in front of their eyes. To a completely different ship. Right. Which you can see out the window is not the, it's not the same ship. But the battle droid's like, I... oh, that, that makes more sense. You know, it's like, what? God damn it. <laughs> this is why the Separatists lost. But yeah, because battle droids are stupid. Mm-hmm. They're really stupid. Anyway, the ruse works. And, it does. But then here's, here's the thing. Okay, this is where I have a question. Because they, they do fly the Marauder up and, like, land it on the underside, the belly of the Dreadnought, like Millennium Falcon style. Mm-hmm. And I like how – so when you're when you're a shuttle just flying into a fleet like that, is nobody tracking you to make sure, like, you, you go to the correct docking bay or anything? I guess not. But e- I guess fucking not. I had the headcanon that Echo is sending all this false data that that's what they're doing, even though I guess, yeah. you could look out the window and see it underneath the dreadnought. But whatever, whatever. Whatever. Fast and Furious Star um, Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Fast and Furious Star Wars, we go from that. They've they've landed the Marauder. They're good to go. Meanwhile, back on an axis, Master and Mace is leading the assault on the assembly 
plant. Yay. And it's a it's, it's so a cool. huge battle. Oh my god. Did you see the Y-Wing bombers? Yes, I love them. Uh <sighs> they are BTLB Y-Wing bombers specifically. Mm. Uh generally flown by ARC troopers. So I'm assuming then ARC troopers are in the Y-Wings. Maybe. Wait, um, um, that's according to Wikipedia. I don't know if there are actual ARC troopers in the cockpit, but that was what they called out in the description for it. So that's what I'm reading. Uh, sure. It seems like an odd use for ARC troopers, but okay. I mean, I would assume they're good pilots too, right? I mean, they're, well, yeah, they're just generally but, awesome at everything that they do. But bombers are, are going to get shot down. And like, why would you pour all of the time and effort and expense into training up an ARC trooper to put him in a tin can that's going to get shot out of the air? Well, true. But they've also been getting their asses handed to them. There may not be anybody else to effectively fly those ships Possible. at this point. Yeah. Um, Yay, murder and death. <laughs> <laughs> I did find uh, a blurb about them because uh, that is Gold Squadron. Mm-hmm. They call that out. Yeah. That's that's Gold Squadron that's doing the bombing run. And uh, on StarWars.com, they mentioned that in a little under 20 years, Gold Squadron will again do a bombing run on a target, on a different target, and that's the Death Star. Yep. And that this whole bombing run was was based on early concept art by Ralph McQuarrie uh, for that bomb run on the Death Star. Well, this wasn't the first time they used this like this type of a shot inspired by mm-hmm. Ralph McQuarrie because a, 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 I found notes that this specific bombing run was almost frame for frame matching the uh, battle above Scarif in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because there were some, there was a shot where a bunch of Y wings dropped and bombed the fuck out of the uh, the base, even though it was shielded. Um, so mm-hmm. fun times. I love Star Wars. <laughs> good times, good times. Also, um, God bless Ralph McQuarrie. Right. <laughs> so much, so much of the look and feel of Star Wars is based on his work back in the seventies. So they we have squeezed all the juice out of that rock. <laughs> oh no, we haven't. Not yet. No. We're gonna keep. We're gonna keep going back to that. We're gonna keep juicing. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Yeah. Wait, the, what? Uh, okay. What? Anyway, the the battle the battle at the assembly plant is really fucking cool. Just good old fashioned, uh, you know, Clone Wars, uh, World War Two esque battle action, but with season seven animation, it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Uh, so uh, go watch that. Um, meanwhile, back on the dreadnought. Uh, Trench gets word from his tactical droid uh, that the Jedi are attacking the, the assembly plant on an axis with a large force. Yeah. Uh, and Trench goes, Chris, could I get some clicks here? Now I will use their arrogance and desperation to our advantage. <laughs> yeah. So a real quick word about Trench. He is, of course, uh, half a cyborg here. Because he's been blown up before. <laughs> yeah. And the cyborgization of Trench was a very deliberate move on the part of Dave Filoni and the rest of production because of, you know, the confrontation we're going to get later. Trench being a half cyborg villain is intended to foreshadow Anakin's eventual inevitable fate. What are you talking about, Stephanie? Anakin's going to be just fine. Just A-OK. You're so right. (laughs) You're so right. Oh my god, spoiler. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh-huh. But like, why would we want to hear a story about a character we already know what's gonna happen to them? Oh my god. That's another thing that's been look, there's a lot of chronically online discourse uh around when, Star Wars. When isn't and, there 
It's fucking ridiculous. But this this new hot take has been particularly stupid uh, about Andor, where people, this this one bitch, I don't know, uh, on Twitter was like, why does anybody want to watch Andor? We know that character is going to die. Yeah. I, okay. Well, we all know what happens to Obi-Wan Kenobi, too, but he got a show. Uh, the prequels, hello. <laughs> the prequel movies exist. I, I just... It's so stupid. <laughs> I know. It's so stupid. People, uh, people are dumb. And I, yep, and, they are. And, you know, I was thinking to myself, that person in particular, they're probably saying this stupid shit just to get attention because that's what oh, they yeah. do. Oh, yeah. No. No, they're also, just... also, also happen to be bigots. So that's, that, that, I rest my case there. Oh, yeah. I, y'all avoid, avoid Dark Side Diva's Twitter for a minute. I'm tangling with a bigot right now and it's a little tricky. I just assumed you were in a bad mood. You wanted to take it out on somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter's a bare knuckle brawl where I get out all of my aggression. I'm done. You're so aggressive. Anyway, I super am. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. God. So Trench is like, I will fucking do something about these Jedi. Meanwhile, the Bad Batch, Echo, Rex, Anakin—they are all sneaking around on the dreadnought, mm-hmm. and they get to like a central room. It's like a comms hub. Did this look familiar to you? Oh, it sure did. It looked, is it is it the same set from the younglings episodes? That's what it. That's exactly what I oh, I have in my notes. Yeah, yeah. It looks almost ver- like identical, except a little thinner. But yeah. Well, and just animation glow up. Oh yeah, but, of course. Of but course. yeah, I I just pictured all these little younglings like floating around zero g in this room. Like it's I that know, room. I know. It's mm. so cute. Anyway, they call it a calm vault. Uh, and Echo's like, okay, here we go. Cool. Hey, Tech, can you rig an interface? And Tech is like, I assume that's a rhetorical question. <laughs> and so Dean Dean on the Tech Tech bullshit calendar. Tech Tech bullshit. And and also, I just love that. That's fucking classic, like, nerd boy ego. Obviously, I can rig that. Like, I, I can totally do that, y'all. Yeah. 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 Like, I, sh- sh- have you met me? God. Anyway. <laughs> Um, so we're doing a lot of cutting back and forth because here we are. We're back at Trench. He is telling the tactical droid to call Skako to get a strategy from the algorithm. Yep. And I was kind of surprised by that because it's like, Trench, don't you, haven't you heard? Hasn't the techno, techno union given you a heads up? So I looked it up and no, uh-huh. they're covering it up. So they're not even fucking telling. Exactly. They're not even telling Trench, girl, we lost our boo. No. <laughs> um, there was apparently in the um, the story reel version of this episode that was released, you know, way back in 2015, there is a scene that was in it that has been since deleted, uh, explaining that the reason Trench doesn't know that Echo's not there is because Watt Tambor is too scared to tell him. What a dick. Like, literally scared of Trench. And and now my spider villain is dead because of that asshole. Anyway, that's fine. <laughs> um, Spoilers. Oh my god, spoiler. Well, spoilers. Well, well, one of the reasons why he's dead is not, he, he didn't, he didn't, uh, Watt Tambor didn't have a lightsaber, right? So anyway. That's true. <laughs> anyway, um, so there's that. But also, I'm like, aren't you supposed to be brilliant battle mastermind Admiral Trench? Right. How much How much are you relying on this algorithm to do your work for you? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I had a headcanon that the half cyborg thing has a lot of different disadvantages and probably half his brain is cybernetic too. So maybe he can't, you know... Come up with no. He's. It turns out because we'll find out later. He's fine. He's still trench. He's still got aces up his sleeve and strategy to spare. He's just why not use the algorithm? It's right. just another it's tool of disposal. It's been working exactly. It's been fucking flawless up to this point. 
Anyway, uh, so meanwhile, back in the comm vault, Echo plugs in and he gets that kind of like wide eyed zoom in thing. Yeah. Where you can, that indicates to us like the data is now flowing and he catches Trench's request before it makes it to Skako. So, hey, good timing. I love that. Uh, I love that. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, yeah. And tech is like, uh, can you make the signal not look like it's coming from here? Well, yeah, because Echo's about to send the reply and tech's like, no, 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 no. And tech's like, naturally, I can help you. So yeah. whatever device tech is using to make the signal look like it's coming from a different system, once again, ding, ding on the tech, tech bullshit tech, counter. Tech, tech bullshit. <laughs> I'm glad we him. came up with this counter because goddamn. Yeah, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, back at the battle for the assembly plant, um, Jedi gonna Jedi, they're so fucking cool, I man. Know. They're like crashing down through the ceiling and like superhero Jedi landing. That's, it's Mace, I, Mace and Obi-Wan. In my notes, holy shit, superhero drop realness. <laughs> yeah it's so good and it's you know it's mace and obi-wan and they're standing up on like this platform and there's a sea of b1 battle droids in there and mace windu delivers a speech yeah he's been hanging out with jar jar too much <laughs> he goes my name is general mace windu of the jedi order and obi-wan looks at him like really yeah girl really <laughs> and windu goes on to say at this point of the clone war I have dismantled and destroyed over 100,000 of you Type 1 battle droids. I'm giving you an opportunity to peacefully lay down your weapons so that you may be reprogrammed to serve a better purpose than spreading the mindless violence and chaos which you have inflicted upon the galaxy. And then he rolls a d20 for intimidation. Mm-hmm. And he got a natural one. Yeah. Because immediately <laughs> the, there was well, there was a brief pause. The battle droids look at each other and they go, blast them. Which I know. I love. It was such a tabletop role-playing moment. <laughs> it really was. But in the context of the show, he had to know that wasn't going to work. Oh, yeah. So I really think he just did that to buy time. Yeah, yeah. Because that's all they're doing is buying time. And every second that he can buy on the ground without his men getting shot at is a good second. Because they're just stalling while the guys up in space do what they're doing. Right, right. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi cannot help himself, of course. I uh, no. <laughs> well... I guess it was worth a try. <laughs> God damn it. So, meanwhile, back up at the comm vault, Echo's like, okay, I'm going to send Trench a new strategy. I'm going to tell him to send all of his droid troops to the assembly plant. Which is like, what? That's, that doesn't sound like that the is, thing you want to do. Right. Like, that sounds bad. But it's, that's it. But it's okay because Echo says he's going to create a feedback pulse of some sort that's going to affect all the droids in the area. So bringing them together and like doing an EMP blast or whatever he's going to do uh-huh. is going to destroy the whole army. Sure. But here's the tech is like, oh, question, 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 because this sounds like a good way to get all of the Republic troops and a couple of Jedi fucking killed. Correct. Like, are we sure? Are you absolutely fucking sure? How do we how do how do we know? Like Tech asks out loud, how do we know he's actually going to do it? Okay, yeah. because suspicion, suspicion, and Rex and Anakin are both like, "Oh, we trust him." Yeah. So because hello, we've fought with Echo a lot, so fuck off. Yeah, fuck off. That's our fucking yeah. guy. Yeah. How about you back off, Tech? Hunter and Tech are exchanging looks, but they let the plan go forward. Anakin radios Mace Window, and he's like, "Hey, so." <laughs> Just I, to let you know. <laughs> I love this part because it's like, it's not my fault, but. <laughs> um, 
and Mace is like, yeah, sure, it's not your fault, you know? <laughs> well, sure. Anakin's, Anakin's like, so yeah, we're going to send all of the troops, all of the droid troops, all of them to you. Mm-hmm. That's going to happen. But we have a plan to neutralize them all at the same time. And Mace is like, hey, Obi-Wan, <clears throat> Anakin just told me there's going to be more droids and we shouldn't worry about it. It's all part of the plan. Yep. And Obi- <laughs> Obi-Wan, for once is supportive of his former Padawan and goes, If I know Anakin, we've got the easy part. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. He gets it. He gets it. And he's he's in fairly good cheer about this. Like, yeah, sure. Okay. Thousands more droids. Whatever. It's cool. <laughs> I'm wondering how much Obi-Wan smoked before going into this battle. I mean, at this point, he, he's, just, he's just moving with the the rhythm. You know, it's like he's, <laughs> do, he's been doing this every fucking day for... What three years at this it's point? It's been years. Yeah. yeah, it's three years. Fuck yeah. it, you know what's what? It, the thrill is gone. This is just routine now. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Trench is being very smug about sending all of the droids to this place. We do get some amazing footage. God, I love watching clone troopers kick droid ass. I know, right? It's so good. There are so many droids. So many. Yeah. Uh, like, it's a lot. They're legit about to be overwhelmed. Yeah, well, they do finish the first wave, right? And Obi-Wan, mm-hmm. again, well, there, were, there weren't as many as I thought there was going to be. <laughs> and Why you got to Star Wars jinx yourself? Why man? do you have to Star Wars jinx yourself? What is wrong with you, Obi-Wan? Anyway, and it's at that moment all the doors open and surrounded. <laughs> he might as well have said, I've got a bad feeling about oh, this. Oh, I know, right? I mean, come on, man. But, uh, I, but yeah, the door's open. And then, uh, But I love how Mace checks them, like, so does this meet your expectations? <laughs> <laughs> are we does this feel like an anakin skywalker bullshit plan because it feels like an anakin skywalker bullshit plan yeah, to me. And right like, no actually it's an echo bullshit plan uh, i know right so i know i know so there's that uh anyway the droids come in they're surrounded they're totally about to be over fucking whelmed echo thinks really hard yeah like up, up in the dreadnought and he sends this big crazy energy pulse out and i love it and and it fucking dominoes all of the droids right overloads all their circuits they twitch and fall down they're di- it worked holy it shit it worked, worked. <laughs> but here's the problem you know all the trouble they went to to conceal the origin of the strategy signal yeah they didn't they didn't do that to conceal the origin of the pulse oops oops so yeah the tactical droid trenches like tactical droid fo- find the origin of that pulse signal and they they figure out it's from yeah. within <gasps> the call is coming from inside the house but first <laughs> Uh, Mace Windu reports back, hey, we fucking win, I guess. Cool. Um, and Hunter's like, hey, I guess, I guess you really are on our side, Echo. And Echo's like, was there ever any doubt? And Tech goes, some. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, there was. I love him so much. Mm-hmm. Like, te- you will always know where you stand with Tech. He'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love him. Anyway, so Trench is like, hmm, let me stroke my weird chicken leg furry thing on my face and <laughs> ponder ponder why the, the algorithm was wrong. It's never, ever been wrong before. The signal is coming from inside the house. Oh, no. And here's where we realize he is still an evil mastermind. Oh, of course. Because he doesn't just rely on the algorithm. He prefers total annihilation. <laughs> yeah, so there's a bomb on the bus. <laughs> Yeah, Echo is about to unplug and they're about to, you know, get out of there. But then he catches Trench's order to start a countdown on a giant fucking bomb that's hidden at the assembly plant. And apparently, this bitch is big enough to destroy most of the planet. Yeah, that's, I would say, a maybe a slight overreaction. 
But I, you know, if you're safely on a ship that's not on that planet, eh. Yeah. Eh, fuck it. Yeah. What, what's <laughs> the worst that can happen? Evil. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, so Echo's like, shit, no, I'm not going to unplug yet. I need to try and stop the detonation. Right. And Anakin's like, okay, I'm going to go try and convince Trench to stop it. I love that because he so far, convinced. I've done nothing. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> what did you say? You love that he what? No, I, I, I just love that Anakin's like, yeah, okay, boring computer shit. I'm going to go knock on the door. <laughs> I'm going to go have a face-to-face. Yeah. Uh, but he runs right past Wrecker, Wrecker, who's standing outside, standing guard, with his helmet on top of his head. God damn it. And I'm like, maybe take him with you? Nah, nah. You don't want witnesses for what you're about to do. I get it. I get it. Yeah, that's what it is. No witnesses, yep. please. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so so now Mace Windu's getting phone calls from tech. And that's got to <laughs> that's gotta be disturbing. Like, why why am I not hearing from Anakin? Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Uh, but I'm sure at this point Mace knows what that means. That Anakin's yeah, doing something An- fucked up and he doesn't want to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but tech lets him know they found the bomb. It is inside the fusion reactor. Hmm. at the assembly plant so mace windu's like cool i'm gonna go help i'm gonna go disarm that kenobi get all the troops evacuated out of here and i'm like does mace windu know how to disarm bombs nah sure aren't there specially trained troopers just for that well nah (laughs) nah and here's the thing though mace windu wasn't just like i go disarm bomb he also thought we need to get the troops out of here yep absolutely he gives a fuck as much as he gives a fuck about anything, he gives a fuck about the clone troopers. And I appreciate that about him. Well, and our favorite Jedi all do that. That's true. You know. That's why they're our favorite. Right. <laughs> That's what, and the ones that don't show that behavior, <coughs> Luminara, uh, we don't like them as much. Ooh. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Um, I love, so Mace jumps down deeper into the complex. I love the, uh-huh. uh, this is another Return of the Jedi callback. The fucking generator thingy is mm-hmm. like the inside of the Death Star in Return of the yeah. Jedi. I love that. It's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, but he does find the bomb. It's fucking huge. It's gigantic. and It's like two stories tall. Yeah. And Mace is able to walk right up to it and deactivate it, right? Yeah, there's no ray shields on that bitch. <laughs> ray shields? <laughs> it's ray shielded. God damn it. Uh, so he can't, he can't get anywhere near it. So he calls Echo. And he's like, hey, I found the bomb. Tell me the sequence to shut it down. And here I am going, how the fuck are you going to do anything? You can't get anywhere near it. I forgot he's a Jedi. Well, okay. And that's that's a fair reaction because we've been, one of the things we've been saying over and over again is how annoying it is that the Jedi forget they have fucking force powers. Right. And so naturally you know, we would forget they have force powers. <laughs> but you know who doesn't forget he has the force? Mace Windu. Master and Mace. Master and Mace. <laughs> so echo's like hang on i'm decrypting i'm decrypting and i'm gonna get the sequence um and tech's like will you fucking unplug so we can get out of here they're gonna find us and echo's like shut up i'm getting the code and he tells mace windu the first number is three and i'm like okay mace windu what are you gonna do with this information and then he uses the force mm-hmm. to like move a little slider button to three it's like a sta- it's like a stereo yeah, it really is. It's like it's like balance sliders on like your dad's old fucking giant ass stereo. Um and yeah, and also like you wouldn't expect this. This is some pretty fine motor skills being demonstrated through use of the force. Like that takes a master to do. This isn't just shoving something over. Uh this isn't just like, you know, picking something up off the floor or something. This is manipulating a specific button to go to a specific position. I love that. It's really good. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so unfortunately, the tactical droid does uh, know the exact source where it is. So uh, I believe it was uh, Trench who ordered the overload. To, I think so. To fuck up Echo. Yeah. Yeah, he sends another feedback back through to where the pulse was. Totally fucking fries Echo's brain. Yeah, so uh, Poor guy. Windu's like, girl, I need the code. I need the code. And like Rex picks, <laughs> like, up, Rex picks up the phone and is like, girl, he's out. Yeah, he got all the way to the last number. Yeah. Like there's one number left and now Echo's been taken out. Um, and I like that Rex picked up Echo's hand to talk into the comm link on Echo's hand Aww. to call him back. Poor Mace is like, look, this does not... This does not bolster my confidence in you people that you keep changing who I'm talking to. But okay, cool, 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 cool. So uh, Mace Windu's like, okay, well, I'm going to figure out how to disarm this. Maybe I'll guess on the last number. I don't know. Um, it's cool, though. Y'all get the fuck out of there. Yeah, yeah. It'll be fine. So uh, meanwhile, meanwhile, droids are closing in on the Bad Batch. Yeah, uh, super battle droids. Uh, Wrecker is finally happy. <laughs> <laughs> gets to gets to uh, start uh, messing some shit up, which I love. And then mm-hmm. I believe shortly after that is when we see uh, Darth Vader. I'm sorry, uh, Anakin Skywalker uh, walk into uh, trenches. Oh, what? Quarters. No, what? The reveal of this is fucking sweet, and we have to call it out. Oh, we okay? do, we do. So Trench is being super smug. Oh, you know, walking around in his little bridge space, and he's like. So I totally win. I'm amazing. You, tactical droid, go ahead and pre- prepare my shuttle. We're out of here or fucking whatever. Right. And he's, they're on their way out. The door opens for them and surprise, angry Anakin Skywalker. Yay. Which is the worst kind of surprise. Yeah. Oh, it's so bad. The look on his face alone is a ding on the Anakin Skywalker red flag counter. Yeah, uh, well, let that counter run for the rest of the scene because holy shit! Oh, I'm gonna call out specific dings yep. because it's bad. Yeah, but this is this is good for the story because how the fuck else? Like, we need to be reminded that this motherfucker in like ten minutes is gonna be Darth Vader. I know, like we're like, a couple weeks away, I think, from that. Like in. In the the canon timeline, he he's he's weeks days away from a total fall to the dark side, so yeah. that can't be all of a sudden boom it happens. Like there's got to be a decline. Right. There's got to be an increase in red flags. There's got to be like a whoop whoop alarm alarm if anybody saw him do this shit, but nobody does. I love it. So yay. Anyway, he starts walking in there, and um, Trench calls him Jedi scum. Oh, and I just I really like scum as an insult. Like it feels kind of old timey, kind of like something like your your great grandpa would call you when you show <laughs> you up with like Doc Martens and a and a and a fucking Guns and Roses shirt. She might be speaking from personal experience. Your your family called you Jedi scum. No, just scum. <laughs> no Jedi. Yay um, trauma. Yay. So anyway, um, so they, you know, they have a quick little fight. Trench apparently has a cool, like the net weapon. We've seen that before, right? He has used it. He has used it before, but uh, when he used it, it was like season one or (laughs) Clone Wars. (laughs) It didn't look this cool. It didn't look this cool. Right. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, Anakin is like all caps screaming, tell me the sequence to disarm the bomb. Rah, rah, rah. And Trench goes, never. Anaxis. And you think I won't? Ding on the Anakin Skywalker red flag. Yeah. Yeah. Trench is like, you're a Jedi. You're fine. You're not going to kill me. And then, (laughs) what the fuck, Anakin Skywalker? 
He cuts like half of Trench off. All of his robo-arms cuts them right the fuck off while the Imperial March is playing. Yay! So, ding again. (laughs) Ding again on the Anakin Skywalker red flag counter. Yeah, and it speaks to your point earlier about why Trench is uh, cybernetic. Because they were going to chop him in half. Well, and, yeah. and it would look probably more be a little bit more kid-friendly if it was the robotic half. Right. right. Uh, and then, after cutting off all of his robot arms, Anakin puts the lightsaber up to his neck and goes, I don't have such weaknesses! Excuse me? Weaknesses? Ding again on the Anakin Skywalker red flag counter. He doesn't have Jedi compassion weaknesses? That's good. That's great. Um, cool. Somebody's been cool, going cool, cool, to cool. the opera with the Chancellor a little bit too much. <laughs> Yeah, and that's why he didn't take anybody with him for this. Correct. He really didn't want anybody to see. He's still like in the Sith closet right now. <laughs> with his uh with his uh other Jedi robes that he uses after he uh meets with Padme. Yeah, mm-hmm. those. Mm-hmm. Um meanwhile back at the assembly plant, Mace is like, Okay, I guess I'm guessing on the last number. Right. Uh, but right before he does, Anakin calls in. He's like, hey, so Admiral Trench was kind enough to tell me the last number is seven. I remember the first time I saw this, I was thinking, what if Trench tells him the wrong number? I know. Like, what what motivation does Trench have to tell the truth right now? Why not go out petty? Yeah. Which, right? that's me. <laughs> I have to assume that the reason he went with truth is because that is, in fact, a Jedi and he might be able to tell if you're lying. Uh-huh. Right. So, I gotta go with that. Anyway, um, Anakin is like, again, arrogance. You know, the arrogance and the overweening sort of hubris of the Sith he's going to be someday. He's like holding Trench with one hand and looking away and talking into his calm with the other. Uh-huh. Uh, and, you know, the bomb gets disarmed. Good job. But while he's looking away, Trench has like a little shocky stick. Yeah. Thing, like this cane that he's been using as is apparently like a cattle prod i don't know it's a classic villain sword cane mechanism right so except it's electricity instead of a sword sure. so yeah and so he like shocks anakin a little bit and it hurts a little bit so anakin has a proportionate response right <laughs> well it's a anakin skywalker proportionate response i would say uh yeah he fucking murders him Fucking murders and like, stabs him straight him. through the heart. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Ding again on the Anakin Skywalker red flag counter. Yeah, because he definitely could have just held him. Right. And, I don't um, know, arrested him and interrogated him so they could, like, sure. figure out the location of people like General Grievous and Count You know Dooku. who's fully in support of just murder? Yeah. Boomer. I'm going to... She wants in the room. Hold on. Ha. I told you. I told you. Boomer will be heard. Yeah. Would you like to join the party? We are having a party. Party, party, party. Ah. No, come here. Come here. You are going to come dance for the people. You interrupt my show, you have to fucking entertain them. Uh oh. Here she is. Say hello. Hi, Boomer. I I don't give a fuck, is what Boomer says. (laughs) (laughs) She's just glad to get a hug. Aww. She's so big. She's a giant. Yeah. She's, uh, last time she went to the vet, she weighed in at like almost 15 pounds. Oh, that's so. a lot of cat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, all my upper body workout is just picking her up throughout the day. So That'll do it. See, and then she's just going to settle. She's happy. 
Well, I mean, as happy as she gets. Look at that face. I know. That's a fuck you kind of happy. This is the reason this cat and I... The reason this cat and I get along as well as we do. Anyway, so Anakin has just murdered Trench. Yeah, in uh, in totally reasonable way. Um, yeah, didn't, yeah. Uh, didn't when Anakin's walking away, didn't he say something smartassy too? Oh, hold on. Uh, he pokes around uh, in the bridge area, pushes a couple buttons, and like a little, a little uh, like it looked, it looked like a like a mace spray can to me. Yeah, it's like a remote control. Anyway, it pops up, and he's like, "Ooh, Wrecker's gonna love this." And then, without a care in the world, callous as could be, he walks past. Trench, who is currently falling down, dying, dying, yeah, and goes, Admiral, it was a pleasure. Ding! Again! Or, or, is this just what happens when you were raised by Obi-Wan? Uh, a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah, 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 because... Because Obi-Wan would totally snark, but he wouldn't snark at somebody who is currently falling down and twitching all of his legs up like a dying spider. So I have to say, I have been reading the Vader comics, and Vader does oh, yeah? this shit a lot. Like, he, <laughs> he'll he murder somebody, and as they're dying, he'll say something fucked up and walk away. Like, that's... Well, and like, uh, you know, in, in Rogue One, where he's like, don't choke on your aspirations. <laughs> so, yeah. Dad joke Vader. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, so I am blaming Obi-Wan Kenobi for that. Yeah. 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 yeah all that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, meanwhile, the Bad Batch, it says in my notes, Wrecker, put your fucking helmet on. Right? He's just got it sitting on top of his head while he's exchanging live fire with these droids. But then I realized the reason he doesn't have it on yet is because he's going to dramatically, like, crack his neck and flex his muscles and doom, his helmet falls down because he's going to go cannonball his ass through all of those droids. Time to release the wrecking ball! <laughs> uh, I love him. My favorite part of this is he does fucking destroy every single yeah. B1 in that hallway. He gets to the last one. I'm going to miss battle droids after Revenge of the Sith. I, know, I really, really am. I know. Um, we will see them again briefly. Uh, in Rebels. In Rebels. Yeah. But, uh, 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 Hunter does also call out after all this devastation. I honestly feel bad for those droids. <laughs> right. <laughs> like That's actually pretty rough. Anyway, some more droids are coming and Crosshair's like, I'll buy you some time. And he starts, he throws a little round thing at the droid in the front and the droid looks down and goes, sticky. The fuck? Because <laughs> it like sticks on him? Yeah. <laughs> and then it dies. Uh, and then Crosshair's just running around throwing these round things that stick to the walls. And we don't know what the fuck that's about. Yeah. They look like metal reflectors, but I'm not really sure what. Sure. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Uh, Anakin runs up. He says, and there's like dozens more droids coming. And where the fuck is Crosshair? Crosshair's like, hi. Okay. He runs up. He turns around. He fires one shot. And the bolts go bouncing all over the hallway, killing a fuck ton of droids. And... <laughs> He managed to calculate the exact correct angle for one shot to bounce off of every single one of the round sticky things that he put up on the walls to take out every single droid in the hallway. And Wrecker is disappointed because what Crosshair did was slightly cooler than than what he did. Right. Slightly. I mean, well, I mean good I'm, fucking God, Crosshair. It's very, um, you know what it, it reminds me? It was so cool. Uh, it was very Legolas and, Legolas and Gimli. Like, cause yeah. In the book, yeah. And it was more pronounced in the book, but they would be like, like in competition for how many orcs they killed and keeping score and shit. And of course, Legolas won, but you know. 
Right. Yeah. Because the Oliphant only counts as one. But uh, it was just, that was really fucking cool. And again, we're, we're flexing on these guys' individual skills, yeah. right? Commercial, uh, commercial, commercial. Right. Tech did his thing with helping Echo. Wrecker did his thing by fucking wrecking some shit. Um, now Crosshair's done his thing. Hunter really hasn't had a moment to shine in this episode. And that's okay because he can just be pretty. He can, he, he's there and I'm happy with it. He will have his moment later. Yeah. He has a different role. It's not about his incredible senses. It's about his role as a leader. We'll get to it. Anyway, so they all get back to the Marauder. They're flying away. And Anakin goes, uh, Anakin, who in no way in anything about his demeanor indicates that he just murdered somebody. No, he's blood. fine. He's totally fine, fine with everything. Uh, I really feel like Trench would have been a really valuable prisoner. Uh, yeah. 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 Fucking Anakin. Anyway, yeah. he goes, I got a present for you, Wrecker. And he hands him the remote. And Wrecker... Wipes away a tear and says, it's the happiest day of my life. It was like when I got my first Nintendo at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> he pushes the button and apparently sets off the pride glitter bomb deep inside the right, Dreadnought. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it also takes out all the other capital ships right around it because it's a big boom right. and they're like, fuck. And they're not shield. They probably don't have their shields up. So they're fucked. Yeah. yeah. It was a chain reaction. Took out the whole fucking fleet. I love it. Good job, boys. Yay, Vader. Thank a you resounding, so much. You're right. A resounding <laughs> victory on an axis. And look, don't ask me to parse out why it would be okay to maybe leave Trench on the ship and blow him up, but not okay to stab him because he shocked you a little bit. Like, that's just obvious to me, but I don't know if I could find a way to articulate it. I really think it would have been better to fucking capture Trench. I agree. And take him in and let him be interrogated and debriefed and go to prison for the rest of his fucking spidery days. But whatever, whatever. Anyway, we're back at the base. Right. Yeah? Yeah, back at the base. Uh, Mace commends the troopers. They win the planet. I have my notes. Um, mm-hmm. And Mace says, you're going to have some commendations and medals coming your way for sure. Blah, blah, blah. And Rex Rex uh, is excited by this. He starts to walk away. Echo is standing there kind of unsure. He asks mm-hmm. why the Bad Batch aren't following. and Yeah, because if you look behind him, because he starts to step to follow Rex, right. but behind him, the Bad Batch are all kind of like whispering amongst themselves. Yeah, yeah. And so Echo turns around. He's like, aren't you guys coming? And the tech is like, yeah, that's not really our thing. Yeah, and then Daddy Hunter steps forward. Your path is different. <laughs> like ours. If you ever feel like you don't fit in with them, well... Find us. Join us. And together we can rule the galaxy. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no. But no, Hunter invites him invites him to the group. And I'm like, <gasps> I'm both very happy. And I'm also right. like, this is a great commercial. Commercial, commercial, commercial. That's what this is. Well, yeah, but I don't begrudge them that because no. they're giving us a commercial for something I really fucking want to watch. Exactly. And I'm, I'm here know? for it. I'm here for it. It's something to look forward to. Uh, and if they're going to be making a bad, bad show, which is, you know, not what I was thinking at the time that I'm watching this. But now, if you look at it from that perspective, that means Echo, at least, is going to maybe survive. Yeah. Well. Of of all of these clones. He's going to maybe survive. Yeah. The clone war. Yeah. Yeah. So, then... Uh, Look, just when I thought I couldn't love Rex more. God damn it, Rex. So the Bad Batch are walking off towards the Marauder, and Echo's just standing there sort of looking after them, like, confused and, like, again, with the animation of the facial expressions. You can see that he's, like, interested and hopeful about their offer, but, like, really torn. Rex steps up, 
next to Echo, and he says, Those are some of the finest troopers I've ever fought alongside. Echo, you and I go way back. If that's where you feel your place is, then that's where you belong. Yeah. Rex loves his brother enough to set him free. The part that killed me, though, is right after Rex says that, he turns around and starts to walk away from Echo, and his face oh, suddenly know. shifts to oh, complete sadness, and he's like, Echo, please don't leave me. Well, okay, he's so, he just got him back. He just I know. got his brother back, but he can see that that this isn't for Echo anymore. That that the the rank and file clone trooper life is not where he belongs anymore. He's evolved beyond that, and he can see that. But it still breaks his heart yeah. that he has to set to to let his brother go like that. But but he's not going to put that on Echo. He's no. not going to make Echo watch his face crumble because he knows that would just make Echo feel guilty, and that would tilt the decision yeah. away from what Echo needs to make for himself. So he's walking away, and I just fucking I love Rex so much. Because that, that, the level of emotional maturity it takes to do what he just did is, is so admirable. And so, <clears throat> frankly, it's hot. Yeah, it's so fucking hot. Yeah. Yeah. I love emotional maturity. But I didn't maturity. have, I didn't have time to get horny because, like, right after this. Oh, yeah. Echo's starting to walk towards the Bad Batch and, uh, but he pauses, turns around, Rex turns around, and they salute each other in, like, complete Echo respect. salutes with his robo hand. Yeah. And oh I God. proceed to start fucking crying. Well, and all the Bad Batch behind Echo also snap to and salute Rex. But did you notice one little detail? Tell me. Crosshair was the last one to lift his hand in a salute. Mm-hmm. Like there's a full half a second delay between everybody else saluting and Crosshair getting his fucking hand up. Like it's a very noticeable delay. Fucking. Again, foreshadow. What a bitch. <laughs> well, it's foreshadowing. It is, it is, it is. And also, but but he did do it. Because that's what it takes for this this bitter motherfucker to salute a reg. Yeah. Because that's, that's another thing. That's a reg he's saluting. Crosshair has no respect for regs. But that is, that's fucking Captain Rex. That's, yeah. You Captain, put some respect on his name. Captain, yeah, Captain Rex is a badass. I am, that is one of the things I'm so curious about the next season of Bad Batch is going to be the Cody Crosshair dynamic. Like, what is that right. going to be like, you know? Yeah. How many times are they going to make out? <laughs> what? Anyway. Shower scene. <laughs> yeah. So um, I found a couple of a couple of interviews about this episode in particular. Uh, D. Bradley Baker was talking about how this, uh, the, the process of recording this, uh, this episode for him, because again, he's just reading straight through it, right? Mm-hmm. So he's like reading Echo and, you know, Hunter offering Echo a position there and then Rex setting him free and all of that. Like he's reading straight through all of that. And he's like this story of Rex reconnecting with Echo and Echo reconnecting with his humanity. He actually got choked up in the recording of the end of this episode. Like it was hard to get the lines out. Wow. Yeah. He's so fucking, I love him. Um, and Dave Filoni, I found a comment from Dave Filoni about this. He says, uh, quote, it becomes a matter of progression for Echo that he is elevated to this squad of elite clones coming from the near death state that he was at, that he can ascend to this moment and that he is supported by Rex. And then he goes on to say, hopefully that's a nice story for people. <laughs> Dave, 
you know it's a nice story like i love that he he's just like i that's don't know ta- i hope people that, like it that's how he talks that's how he talks yeah. um i i've i've had the pleasure of hearing him in person now and that's legit what he says like i just hope people like my stories yeah, he, I he's not. He, he doesn't have this like ego about him, you know. Right, I love that because he's a he's nerd just like us, and he knows what haters we can be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's a nerd, and I adore him. And anyway, that's the end of the episode. Yeah, and that's the last time we're going to talk about the Bad Batch in a long fucking time. Yeah, we're not going to see them for a while, but we will see them again. The Bad Batch will return. Yeah, and we and and we get okay. So we're getting the questions, y'all. So I'm going to ask Stephanie right now. But we've already said we're not doing Bad Batch until that show is done. Right. But Stephanie, I'm already getting like, what about Tales of the Jedi? That's going to have to be its own special episode because it is so um, so outside the timeline. Like, I know it exists within the timeline, these stories, but, like, it's young Dooku, for fuck's sake. Like, uh, you know, and the other one is Ahsoka, like, post-Revenge of the Sith era. We're going to have to handle that in its own special episode. That's just how that is. Yeah. But we could see Castle Sereno again, maybe. That's <laughs> his family castle. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, so do we have anything else for... Clone Wars Season 7, Episode 4, Unfinished Business. No, I am so scared okay. now. So, because, again, chronological order, uh, we just finished the, uh, Episode 4. We will now be going to, next time, Season 7, Episode 9, Old Friends Not Forgotten. The fir- the first episode of the last arc, of the last episodes of the Clone Wars. Of the Clone Wars. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit! <laughs> Did you ever think we would get here? No. This episode that we're recording right now is episode 90, bitch. I 90. I don't even We are 10 episodes away from our 100th episode. And don't ask me what we're going to be talking about on the 100th episode. I don't know cuz things get real dicey when we start looking at uh, what shows come after Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, what are we doing after Revenge of the Sith? Like what the fuck? Obi-Wan Kenobi. <sighs> assuming it's done. Well, it is I mean, I think that story is done. If they do more another Obi Wan Kenobi show, it's not going to be the. I feel like the story told over the course of that series, over those episodes, is complete, and we can safely talk about I agree. it. I agree. I agree. So then, yeah, we will be you know a few episodes almost to the end of Kenobi when we hit episode one hundred. God damn! But we're going to do yeah. two episodes of Return of the of Revenge of the Sith, right? We're not doing it. Uh, one. Yes. Right. Yes. Because that's Absolutely. a big that's a big meaty movie. And we, that's a lot it's it's thick it's thick and we learned it's our lesson in and marvelous me. divas that we can't fucking do a movie in one episode nope. no cannot do cannot do an entire feature length film in one episode <laughs> um because of who we are as people yeah uh so yeah um bitch we have spent almost 100 episodes in just the prequel era well yeah yeah I fucking anyway so yeah next time season seven episode nine old friends not forgotten um do we do are we done with today? We're done? I don't want to be done, but we are done. We are done. Okay, it's time to outro. <laughs> so uh hey everybody. Thank you for listening. We super appreciate that. We appreciate you. If you appreciate our intro music, uh that was done for us by one of our listeners by the name of Chorlesy. You can find him on TikTok as at Chorlesy. That's C-H-O-R-L-S-Y. And if you want to hang out with us in between uh, episodes, you totally can. Uh, we are on all the social medias. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok as at Darkside Divas. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, also, y'all, you can... 
I, I meant that to be more uplifting, but it came out not being that way. Well, you can't help it. That's just how you be. Go. Go. Uh, by the way, y'all, you can also subscribe to our podcast and any podcast platform if you're choose of your choice. Uh, if you're listening to this episode, you probably already subscribed, but tell your friends about us. Leave a review. We'll read it on the air if it's a written review. Uh, so, yeah, do that. Um, also, mm-hmm. we have a swag store, uh, redbubble.com forward slash official divas, where you can buy mm-hmm. t-shirts, mugs, etc. of our logos and the crazy shit we say. Uh, also, we have a YouTube channel under the Dark Side Divas uh, brand. Just search for Dark Side Divas on YouTube and subscribe there. Steph and I are going to bring back Unleashed. It's going to be live, not recorded, and we may have a really awesome special guest for y'all, but we're going to we'll probably be talking about Marvel for our comeback episode, but nonetheless, it's us. If you want to hang out with us, chat with us in real time, you can do that, but if you want to hang out with us full time, you can also join our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash shit, which one? Divas Podcast. Ha! Divas Podcast. Five bucks a go. month. Uh, we do special events. We do. Uh, we have a great Discord community. We have video versions of our shows. Steph reads filth. Uh, we're uh-huh. going to be talking about Attack of the Clones again very soon in an exclusive episode. And um, I'm prepared to announce right now two more things. We are going to launch oh. a book club, which oh yeah, that's which right. is going to be fun. And then second thing, because this is the last arc of Clone Wars, I am going to be doing a live watch along with our patrons. Oh, uh, the I'm going to be watching the episodes for the first time in a while with patrons doing some live research, talking to them about stuff to celebrate the end of Clone Wars. That's amazing. Yeah. So you have to join our Patreon to hang out with that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Is that it? That's it. We're good. OK. Um, OK. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. We love you. Bye.